Welcome to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast, and this is a special episode. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and conference championship games with host of Timeout Sports, John McCann. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us today. So good to be back, fellas. How y'all been? Uh, we've been good. good. And in case you guys, for our listeners, you haven't seen, we actually did this last year. This is the second year we're doing this. And our, we posted this on our YouTube channel. There's two parts, one before the Super Bowl and one after from last year. So if you guys haven't checked that out, you can just look at that on our YouTube page. All right. So, Mr. McCann, just to get started, what are your thoughts on the Bengals versus Chiefs game? Because I think a lot of people think the Bengals are uh, very surprised are very surprised that they're even got to this point and that they're playing such a good team as the Chiefs. Well, I mean, you, you think about what uh, what the coach Zach Taylor has yeah. done turning these guys around. I mean, his record is 16, 32 and one. And so it's a losing record, but that, that's critical to think about because think about where he's come from in the time what he's been there, I, I believe, three seasons. Yeah. And so for him to have that record in three seasons, OK, granted, it's a losing record. But for those guys to be playing for the conference championship right now, it says a whole lot about the turnaround that he's been able to to put in place. Um, I think I still like the Chiefs. Um, it, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes, which has become a cliche right now, but yeah. he's entering that status like a Tom Brady where it's hard to bet against him until last week, you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was, and, and guys, I got to tell you, I'm still hurting from last week. If you recall, I'm a, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Yeah. yeah. From the perspective, yeah. You remember from the perspective of, you know, him being that whole six round draft pick and, and really turning out to be yeah, exactly. the, the best in the business to go. Yeah. Um, but, but Patrick Mahomes is, is, is becoming that now. Yeah. And so it, it's hard to bet against him, but, what will Cincinnati need to do to get past those guys? They're going to have to control um, Travis Kelsey. Um, they're going to sure. need to get some hands on him at the line of scrimmage and, and jam him up to keep him from getting into his routes just to kind of just throw him off a little bit, throw off that timing between him and Patrick Mahomes a little bit. And, you know, if somebody can keep up with the cheetah, that'll bode well too. And for sure, to that point, actually, to, uh, I don't know how much that last week's game, the Bills versus Chiefs was incredible. That was probably the best football game I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then you talk about recently, you've seen people playing Tyreek Hill closer to the line of scrimmage and making them take the short routes and not letting him get behind the defenders. What do you think about that? And do you think that approach for on the Chiefs side, do you think if they do that to, the, to Jamar Chase, you think that'll limit him as well? Yeah, that'll bode well for both sides. I mean, again, if you can just do something just to to interrupt their their flow, interrupt sure. them and keep yeah. them from getting off that line of scrimmage cleanly, right? Um, but here's the thing. If they catch those those short, intermediate routes, man, I hope somebody's around to tackle those guys. You've got to get some arms around them and, and really put them on the ground. Otherwise, both of them, yeah. 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 Because when they get the when they get the ball, you know, that's you know, and, and nobody's around them you might as well have let them get behind you downfield. So make exactly. sure the guy, both sides are going to have to wrap up and, and put some pads on those two. Yeah, exactly. Arsh, what are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, so um, a couple months ago, I've been mentioning this, but I think off air I said that it would be Bengals, Packers in the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Packers didn't pan out when they lost to the 49ers, but I'm not going to stick with the Bengals. I think that the Chiefs are going to win because the Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans. 
They only had 65 rushing yards and they only scored 19 points. And against an amazing Kansas City offense, I just don't think that is going to work. And they also, they did hold the Titans to one out of eight on third down, but I just don't think it's going to happen again. And this past game, the Chiefs had 552 total yards, 182 rushing yards, and ran 72 plays. And I just don't think that the Bengals will be able to keep up with that. It's just too high of a powered offense. Um, I see where you're, both of you are coming from, but I'm going to disagree here. I'm going to pick the Bengals in this game. Um, or she said the Chiefs, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to pick the Bengals in this game. And the reason I say that is because last time Jamar Chase played the Chiefs, uh, it was an absolute field day. 11 reception for 266 yards, three touchdowns. Two of them came up uh, the sideline, just were incredible throws by Joe Burrow. And then one, uh, Jamar Chase just found space. And you know when he hits that seventh year, no one's going to touch him ever. So I think that's – I think Jamar Chase is going to play a huge part. But I – to that point, I think that the Chiefs are going to put – too much trying to stop Jamar Chase. And if Jamar Chase doesn't have a big day, I expect T Higgins to have a big day. Their second receiver who had over a thousand yards. I think they're just going to be, they're going to have to put a short, they're going to have to put a cornerback and a safety on Jamar Chase the whole day to limit him at all. So I think that T Higgins is going to definitely come to, I think he's going to flourish in this game. CJ Uzama is going to be that safety blanket. And I think that the defensive side with Trey Hendrickson and uh, all that, the incredible defensive side they have, Wilson, who led the team in interceptions in the regular season, and Jesse Bates, who had a game-changing interception just to start the game last week. I think that all that's going to come together. And I think Joe Burrow, uh, is he's uh, definitely embracing the underdog story. And I think that the Bengals are going to win this game. I think it's going to be really close because last time they played in the regular season, they only won by a field goal. Well, one name you forgot to mention. You mentioned Joe Burrow, but you forgot the other Joe. Joe Mixon. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's been leaking out of the backfield and catching that ball in the flat and doing some damage. So the Chiefs had, had better keep tabs on him as well. Yeah, because I, to that point, actually, I think the first, one of the first plays of the game last week, uh, uh, Joe Mixon had a 21-yard reception or something like that. So he's a lethal threat. He's becoming a Christian McCaffrey-esque person. And I think that he his rushing ability is definitely better than Christian McCaffrey. Uh, passing or his catching ability, receiving ability, not I'm pretty sure it's not there yet, but he's becoming a dual threat. And now let's move to the Rams versus 49ers game if you guys don't have any more thoughts. Um, what do you guys think about that game? That game is shaping up to be incredible on two sides, two coaches, extremely young, going back to back, um, facing off against each other for the second time. I, I like the Rams coming off of the momentum we mentioned the goat at the start of this podcast tom brady and for 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 the rams to to figure out tom brady that's a big deal i don't i don't mention age when i mention tom brady i don't say oh they the rams got past tom brady because he's old and washed up clearly that's not the case the guy can still play for several more years if he chooses to but but to have gotten past that guy to have gotten past Tom Brady, that has to do something to that Rams team. Uh, even though, I mean, the the the, the, um, um, the the Buccaneers made a furious comeback and almost won that thing, but but the Rams did enough to hold on, and so and, and so I like the Rams guys, and I'll, I'll put a stake in it there and, and throw it back to you. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna choose the Rams as well. Matthew Stafford had 366 yards and two touchdowns. And Tom Brady, who I believe will be the runner-up in MVP voting, 
he through three quarters had only three points and 204 yards. And I think that it should have been a blow up, but the Bucks ended up having 24 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. And the Rams fumbled four times, almost five in the last drive where Stafford fumbled, but then he recovered, which avoided disaster. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're going to have to fix their fumbling and their turnovers, but I think that will be fixed because it's Sean McVay and we know how great of a coach he is. And last week, Jimmy Garoppolo had a measly 131 passing yards and one interception. That's just not going to work against this really great Rams defense. See, and, and if I can jump in there, I'm, I'm glad yeah, you said sure. that. Yeah. What is Garoppolo going to do under pressure when he's got Aaron Donald breathing down his neck? He's got Von Miller chasing him down while Jalen Ramsey holds it down in the secondary. I don't yeah. know how Garoppolo re- responds to that. Right. And uh, against the Cowboys, he with that late game interception, he almost gave the game back to the Cowboys. And last game, he the only reason that they won this game was because the Packers special teams did not play well and their special teams had that force they got the fumble off the punt for a touchdown and you can't say that's the only reason the 49ers defense did play a very big role in that game. true but the I mean as in Garoppolo's role Garoppolo did not play great as for the offense they I mean played I mean what do you expect what do you expect when it's snowing and you're playing Green Bay who's a very good secondary in defense like what do you expect from him? I expect from a starting quarterback though a more than 131 yards at least a touchdown and an interception and I think that they got very lucky that they beat the Packers and I think that it just will not happen again against the Rams and Garoppolo will have a blow that he'll have a bad game and this will be a blowout and this is a crazy point that's been brought up recently, but I just want to ask both of you as you're, you guys are uh, just dishing it out on Jimmy Garoppolo, just to say that. Um, question, do you think Trey Lance should start this game? Because that's been a crazy question that's been coming up recently. And I don't know the validity of that, but what do you guys think? Where is that coming from? There's no way he should start. Now, listen, Garoppolo is still a bad boy. And so where is this Trey Lance conversation coming from? I've heard I've read that on ESPN and I've heard several sources say that. But and, and why are they saying Trey Lance should get denied? I guess it's probably because Jimmy Garoppolo has just been turning the ball over and he's been so reliant on the run on the run game. Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys may be too young to, to have heard of this cl- cliche, but there's an old saying that goes, you know, dance with the one who brung you. And, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo, who's got him to this point to make a change. Now, that's going to be so much disruption to that team. You know, I mean, ride with Jimmy Garoppolo, get all that you can get out of Debo Samuel because he's a bad boy. Now, now he's going to be a problem, guys. I need to hear from y'all on what the Rams are going to do with with Debo Samuel. And, you know, maybe a guy with the pretty hair may decide to get loose here in the prime time um, trying to get his tail into the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll go first because I'm actually going to pick the Rams in this. I mean, the 49ers in this game. And I think I've said that the past two games, the Kyle Shanahan can scheme for any defense. We've seen that against the Cowboys. We've seen that against the Rams. We've, I mean, against the um, the Packers. He can scheme for any, I mean, scheme for any offense and defense. We've seen his defensive ability against the Cowboys was incredible until Jimmy Garoppolo started turning the ball over. And then even again against the Packers, he held the Packers to only, I think, was it 13 points? I think so. Yeah. He held the Packers to only 13 points. And so you have that incredible front four. You only have to blitz four and you get incredible pressure with Arden Key, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa. And then in the, you have arguably the best middle linebacker in the NFL 
in Fred Warner and an incredible safety, I mean, incredible uh, secondary. So I, I would say Kyle Shanahan is really going to prep his team for this. And uh, this is another thing. In week 18, the 49ers actually beat the Rams. And I and they were down 17, or they were down uh, like close to 17 by halftime. And you see Kyle Shanahan, I think he really has that player factor. He really gets the players. And I think he knows how to get the best out of the wide back, Debo Samuel. He knows how to get the best out of Elijah Mitchell, this uh, fourth or sixth round pick. He knows how to get the best out of the pretty haired guy. He knows how to get the best out of everyone on the field. And I think if it comes down to that, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the, the difference maker in this game. And I think if it comes down to it, he will make some big throws. Yeah, but with all that scheming you're talking about, sir, is there any scheme for the one they call Cooper Cup? The triple crown receiver. I don't think, I think that Cooper Cup is going to run loose in this game. And also, I think that Matthew Stafford's going to have a field day. Even though this is a great Rams, I, even though this is a great 49ers secondary, I think that the Rams secondary is even better. And I think that the Rams defense and offense is both better than the 49ers Rams. I'm sorry, 49ers offense and defense. It, I just think it's going to be a blow. I mean, I Cooper Cup almost broke the receiving yard record, which is great. And I've been saying the past two games, Cooper Cup, oh, you can't defend him. And I think that's true. But I'm not, I'm not going to be hypocritical and change that because I think that's true. There's no one that in the NFL right now that can guard Cooper Cup's ability. So no. what I will say that I think it's, it's sort of what they did last week. They, I mean, the week, the time in week 18, when the 49ers played the Rams, they took the ball out of the Rams offense, really ran the ball and controlled the clock with Debo Samuel with Elijah Mitchell. And I think that's going to, they're going to have to be able to control the clock to win this game. They're going to have to take the ball out of Matthew Stafford's hands, whether through fumbles or just controlling the clock. And I think that it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be a really good game either way. But I think that, and I think Cooper Cup's going to have probably 150, 100 to 150 yards. But I think it's a matter of limiting him, not stopping him, because there's no chance you're going to stop him, but it's limiting him. And I think that will happen. But again, we can't forget about that pretty haired guy, Odell Beckham Jr. Man, what a time would it be for him to decide to really get loose on this big stage, fellas? Oh, I thought earlier, I thought you were talking about pretty haired guy as George Kittle, because you know he has a pretty hair <laughs> too and all Pardon that. Me. No, no, no. Odell Beckham Jr., man. Don't, let's not forget about him. Yeah, I mean, I see I see that. I think OBJ is really, he's turned it on the playoffs. He's hit another gear that I think it's, the last time we saw this was early Cleveland Browns and late Giants. That's mm. the last time we've seen this. And if he goes back to that, it's going to be really, really dangerous for the 49ers defense. And he's going to be incredible in this game. If he hits that, if he stays in that uh, gear that we've seen him in the playoffs, I think you can guarantee a hundred yards from him and maybe a touchdown because he's with the Rams. He's completely revived his career in Cleveland. He did nothing. He's done yeah. everything right here. And I agree, but I, to the other pretty haired guy, George Kittle, I think he's, I think he's going to be the difference maker for the 49ers along with Jimmy G and that chemistry between them both is going to have to come back from two or three years ago. Yeah. And you keep talking about, well, we talk about the Rams offense. They have OBJ, who's a great wide receiver. I think a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl tight end in Higby. And then obviously Cooper Cup, the best receiver in football this year, I believe. And mm. yes, they don't have the best running backs in Cam Akers and Sony Michelle, but they're not horrible. And that's when you have Matthew Stafford, who I believe is a great quarterback, then I think that that offense is just too good. And you keep talking about week 18, where I think that the Rams, they choked away this game this was easily their game to win 
and they lost it. They were up, I believe, 17-0 at halftime. And Matthew Stafford was in a slump then. I think that he's been rejuvenated in the playoffs. He got his first playoff win, then his second playoff win with that amazing throw to Cooper Cup when there was an all-out blitz. Two throws, two throws. Yeah, at the end of the game when there was an all-out blitz that was called, and I believe Devin White didn't keep going. But And there was an amazing throw to Cooper Cup for the second-to-last play, I believe, and then the field goal by Matt Gay to win the game. He's been coming off as one of the – he's been coming off as one of the – great quarterbacks this year in the playoffs. And I think that that's going to continue against 49ers. I mean, Mr. McCann, let me ask you this, because we saw this last week. There was there was a problem with the fumbling. So do you think that the Rams are definitely going to have to clean that up either way? And I think Sean McVay is going to get on that. And he definitely already got on that, but he's going to make sure that's a priority. But do you think yeah. that's going to be a problem in this game? I don't think so. I mean, when you do it in the week prior, you certainly work on that this week during practice. You drill on that. It's in your head. Hey, I got to wrap this ball up. I'm sure in the huddle before the, the players call, everybody's reminded running back, take care of that football. So I, I don't foresee that being a problem this time around. Yeah, ball security is very important because that's an immediate turnover and great field position for the other team. And even though I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is the greatest quarterback, I think that Mike Shanahan, I mean, Kyle, Kyle, Shanahan. Sorry, Kyle Shanahan is just too good for, to not capitalize on those opportunities. And if they don't have ball security and they keep fumbling like they did, it's it's going to be a game again. And I, I think that Sean McVay is too good of a coach to just let mm. that slide again. I think that in practice, they're working on ball security right now, and it's not going to happen again. And then let's go to both of your super – I don't know. Do you guys have any more uh, thoughts on that game? I'm good. All right, so let's go to your guys' predicted Super Bowl matchup, the Rams versus the Bengals. What do both of you think about that? Uh, If it's Rams and Bengals. I mean, Rams and Chiefs, sorry. You said Rams and Chiefs. Rams and Chiefs. My mistake, sorry. You know what? I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite now because I said it's hard to – it's not wise to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think the Rams will figure it out, man. Yeah. I think the I think the Rams will figure it out and find a way to get some pressure. Again, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Von Miller putting some heat on Mahomes and really making him improvise might give him a shot. So if it if it if it's that matchup, give me the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree. I think that it's going to be the Chiefs. And last year, I picked the Chiefs to win versus the Buccaneers. I believe you picked the Buccaneers, and you said, how can you bet against Tom Brady? And you were both right of us, Both of us said Chiefs, and you said Mr. McCann was the only one that said the Buccaneers. I remember yep. that. And now, Thank this you. year, I'm going to have to disagree with you again. I think it's going to be the Chiefs, because you talk about their offense. Travis Kelsey, uh, Nicole Hardman, who's been a pretty good fill-in for Tyreek Hill when he was half and half, and he wasn't playing great because he was injured. And also Tyreek Hill, of course, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And um, there, I forget his name, Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon McKinnon has been great as a receiving back out of the backfield. And he's been rushing a little too. He's been a godsend for them. And then Patrick Mahomes, of course, as you were talking about, he is great. Creed Humphrey, I believe, will give Mahomes a protection that he did not get last year. I mean, what a snub for the Pro Bowl while we're on Creed Humphrey. What a snub. Yeah, that was I, I as agree. a rookie from Oklahoma, just to 
play that well and protect one of the best, no, the best quarterback in the NFL, have him take very Be little careful. sacks. Be careful. The quarterback with the highest ceiling. Tom Brady is still in the league, but continue. Well, yeah, well, I, one of the, one, I'll say one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but to play at that high of a level and just to get snubbed, I think that was complete. That was disrespectful to him. But Arsh, continue your point on him. Yeah, and also at the beginning of the season, we were talking about how the Chiefs defense is letting Mahomes down. And then a little bit later, it was how Mahomes is letting down the Chiefs defense. I think that both of them are coming out strong now. Both of them are playing great football. And I believe that their defense is going to get come with a couple turnovers. And Matthew Stafford has not been great in the tur- he's his turnover touchdown ratio isn't great. And I think that he is going to throw a couple touchdowns, but he's also going to throw a couple interceptions. And there might be a fumble. I don't think so. I think just a couple interceptions is what's going to do it. And the uh, Chiefs offense is just going to be too much to handle, unlike last year. And so it, it won't make a difference at all that the Rams will be playing in their home stadium? I don't think so. And a couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember, but it was the Chiefs-Rams. It was one of the best games, I think, of all time. I think it was like 55. 53-51, 53-51, where the Chiefs won, I believe, or maybe it was the Rams. When the Rams they had, won, I think. Yeah, when they had Jared Goff. Um, that was in Patrick Mahomes' MVP breakout season. I think that it's going to be not as high scoring as that, but still, I, I think that the um, that they're still going to be able to play as well. And I think that the Chiefs, even though they don't have whole home field advantage, there's just been so many Chiefs fans as of late that it will still make an impact. And I think that the Chiefs will be able to end up winning this game. And if both of you had to pick one X Factor person for that game, who would be your difference maker? I got to go with Cooper Cup. He's been so hot. Nobody's been able to to stop him or, or really even contain him. Cooper Cup for me. Yeah, mine is probably going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win Super Bowl MVP. And it's nowadays it's hard for a quarterback not to win the MVP awards. It's extremely difficult to not win it, yeah. And I think that it's going to be Patrick Mahomes because he's going to have a field day passing to all of his receivers, all of his personnel that he can do and Clyde Edwards Hilaire will have a pretty good day but not a great one not nearly enough to be an x-factor like Patrick Holmes is I think Patrick Holmes will just be constantly putting points up on the board and the Rams will be shut down and they not fully shut down but they will fall behind and try to make a comeback at the end but it just will not be enough and so for my Super Bowl I said Cincinnati versus San Francisco and I think this is going to be a really really close game either way um, I'm going to continue with my point about, I think Jamar Chase is going to have, Jamar Chase will play pretty well. He's had a hundred plus yards in both games in the postseason this, uh, this year. And so I think he'll hot, his hot streak's not just going to die off. It's not just going to stop, but I think that the, I'm going to continue with my point. Kyle Shanahan can scheme for anyone on offense and defense. And so he's going to find a way to scheme for T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Somehow he's going to find a way to do that. And I think a lot of that comes from the formula that Tennessee took where you blitz four or five and Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons and so many other people, Harold Landry, Bud Dupree, get in the backfield and combine for nine or or 10 sacks. It was nine Nine in that game. It was nine in that game. But I think it's going to be probably pretty close to that if 
the 49ers want to win the Super Bowl. And I think that with Nick Bosa, Arden Key, I'm just going to name them again because they're so good. Nick Bosa, Arden Key, Eric Armstead, Fred Warner, and that incredible secondary. I think that there's Kyle Shanahan is going to find a way to put all of them to use. And they're going to have to use every bit of energy and every memory they have and everything, all every single motivation they've had this whole year, all their lessons they've learned, all their mistakes they're going to have to fix if they want to have a chance to win against Cincinnati. And then that same thing on the offensive side, they've got to continue with ball security, which they've done uh, very well recently. And their special teams is going to have to play a role. We saw that against the Packers, um, but their special teams might have to play a little bit of a role. Mitch was Mitch Wisnowski is a very good punter. So I don't think that the 49ers are going to uh, get up and down the field that much in this game. I think it'll be a, a probably a modest scoring game, but a lot of that's going to come down to the punting. So I think, Mitch, Mitch Wisniewski is going to have to play a really big part in that. And then if I had to pick one X factor, that's tough. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to, I think it's going to have to be on the defensive side of the ball. And to that point of that incredible front four, I think it's going to have to be Eric Armstead or Nick Bosa. I'm probably going to, I'm going to go with Eric Armstead because Joe Burrow, their protection is terrible. We, we all know that. And I'm not saying they shouldn't, they shouldn't have taken Jamar Chase because you, there's no way you can't take Jamar Chase after what we've seen this year. But that second round pick that they spent uh, for since to get an offensive lineman is not working out. And that offensive line is their biggest weakness point. And that's arguably the most important position in football's offensive line behind quarterback. So if you can't protect your quarterback, that's not going to work. And with an incredible front front four and against the Cowboys who are the Cowboys who are really good uh, offensive line, they blitzed four and got multiple sacks. And imagine doing that against a terrible offensive line. That's going to be a big, uh, big difference in that game. Mm -hmm. So you named possibilities about how the Bengals could win and the 49ers. Who's your final pick? Bengals my final pick, my, my final pick is the 49ers. And I think that's, that's going to be a lot of that's going to come from Kyle Shanahan and the offensive side of the ball. And I'm, you guys have, we're talking about this earlier, Jimmy Garoppolo not playing well, and he has to fix that if they want to have a chance in this game. I'll tell you what, that's a very thorough breakdown, but even better with your pronunciation, man. Wisniewski, that's pretty good, man. Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't remember exactly how to say it. I remember there was a W and then an SKY at the end, but it, I know that's a really tough name. I hope all of the colleges are paying attention to this guy. He's going to just ace the SAT. If they're still taking the SAT, you know, folks are going away from that. But if they do consider that a factor, I think that gives you a leg up on the uh, college admission, sir. Thank you so much. And thank you, Mr. McCann, for joining us. Uh, for our listeners, Mr. McCann is the host of Timeout Sports. You can find him on Instagram um, and just look up Timeout Sports. You'll find him on the web. But thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We really appreciate your insight. And possibly we can get together after the Super Bowl to see who's correct and maybe uh, do, a, do a little debate after that, too. Not a problem. The pleasure was and will be mine. Thank you. And uh, I don't know if you guys want to make a bet here. I, I, I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say that the 49ers are going to beat the Rams. And the, I'll, I'll set the stakes. You guys can change them if you want. But I'll say the stakes are if the 49ers win, then the Ram, then both of you have to wear a jersey of your rival team to, for one whole day I, or on your next podcast show. One of the two. 
I feel like I'm getting set up because folks are going to come after me of why am I encouraging these young kids to even start the bad habit of gambling? I will not participate. All right. Well, Mr. McCann, thank you again for joining us on the show and have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. Y'all be cool.